Chapter 8 After Chanda was killed, Munda slain, and the vast armies annihilated, the lord of Asuras burned with rage. His reason overcome, Shumbha ordered the marshalling of all the demon hosts. Let the demon clans with all their troops go forth, the 86 Udayuda and the 84 Kambu families, together with their forces. Let the 50 Kotiviria families and the 100 Dhaumra clans depart at my command. So also at my command let the Kalaka, Daurhrida, Maurya and Kalakeya demons set out in haste, armed for battle. Having issued his orders, Shumba, the lord of the demons, went forth attended by many thousands of mighty troops. Seeing that formidable army approach, the goddess filled the space between earth and sky with the resonance of her bowstring. Thereupon her lion emitted a deafening roar and the Divine Mother heightened the noise with her clanging bell. Kali drowned out the din of bowstring, lion and bell, filling every direction with terrifying howls from her gaping mouth. Hearing that tumult, the enraged demon armies closed in on the goddess, her lion and Kali from all four sides. At that very moment, to ensure the well-being of the gods and to annihilate their adversaries, surpassingly brave and powerful Shaktis, the gods' embodied powers, sprang forth from the bodies of Brahma, Shiva, Skanda, Vishnu and Indra, mirroring the form of each. They approached the Divine Mother. Whatever that God's form was, whatever his adornments and his mount, in that very form his Shakti went forth to combat the Asuras. In a celestial chariot drawn by swans, Brahma's Shakti came forth with prayer beads and water pot in hand. She is called Brahmani. Maheshwari arrived astride a bull holding the finest trident, wearing great serpents for bracelets and adorned with the crescent moon. The mother having Kartikeya's form and riding a fine peacock came forth as Kaumari with spear in hand to fight against the demons. Likewise, the Shakti Vaishnavi, mounted on Garuda, approached, holding conch, discus, mace, bow, and sword. The Shakti of Hari, who bears the unique form of the sacrificial boar, came forward as Varahi, in the boar-like aspect. 
Narasimhi, resembling Vishnu's embodiment as a man lion, arrived there scattering the constellation with the toss of her mane. Thousand-eyed like Indra, and in like manner with thunderbolt in hand, Aindri arrived riding on the Lord of Elephants. Then Shiva, surrounded by those Shaktis of the gods, said to the goddess, Let the Asuras quickly be slain for my satisfaction. Thereupon, from the Devi's body issued forth her own terrifying Shakti, savage in her fury and howling like a hundred jackals. And she, the unvanquished one, said to Shiva of dark matted locks, Go, my lord, as my messenger to Shumbha and Nishumba. Say to those two arrogant demons and others assembled for battle, Indra must regain the free worlds, the gods must again enjoy the sacrificial oblations, and you must return to the nether world if you wish to live. But if through the conceit of strength you are desirous of battle, then come and let my jackals be satiated with your flesh. Since that goddess appointed Shiva himself as her messenger, she has come to be known in this world as Shiva Duti. Hearing Shiva declare the Devi's words, the demons were filled with indignation and went to where the goddess stood. At the outbreak of battle, the gods' adversaries, arrogant in their anger, rained torrents of arrows, spears and lances upon the goddess. And she, with great arrows shot from her resounding bow, playfully split asunder their hurtling arrows, lances, spears and axes. Kali roamed about the battlefront, slashing her enemies to shreds with her spear and crushing them with her school-topped staff. And Brahmani, wherever she went, left her enemies sapped of strength, disabled by the holy water sprinkled from her waterpot. Maheshwari slew the demons with her trident. So too did Vaishnavi with her discus, Kaumari with her spear, and the wrathful Aindri with her thunderbolt. Demons fell by the hundreds, discharging torrents of blood upon the earth. They fell scattered by blows from Varahi's boar-like snout, pierced through the chest by her tusks, and ripped apart by her discus. Narasimhi, tearing other great asuras apart with her claws and devouring them, roamed about the battlefield, filling the sky with her roars. Dazed by Shivaduti's violent laughter, the demons fell to the ground, and she devoured those fallen ones. When the enemy troops saw the enraged band of Shaktis, eight matrikas, crushing the mighty demons by diverse means, 
they fled. Seeing the remaining demons flee, tormented by the Matrikas, the great Asura Raktabija went forth in anger to battle. Whenever a drop of blood fell from his body to the ground, a demon of like measure would rise up from the earth. With club in hand, the great Asura fought with Indra's Shakti. Then, Aindri struck Raktabija with her thunderbolt. Blood streamed in torrents from the stricken Nasura, and from that blood rose up warriors of identical form and might. As many drops of blood fell from his body, so many beings of equal valor, strength and courage arose, and those who sprang up from his blood battled there with the mothers ever more fiercely, hurling the most formidable weapons. When the thunderbolt of the goddess struck Raktabija's head, blood flowed again, and from it Asuras were born by the thousands. In the combat, Vaishnavi attacked this great demon with her discus, and Aindri beat him with her mace. Blood flowed from the cuts of Vaishnavi's discus, and therefrom great asuras of equal measure arose by the thousands and filled the world. Kaumari with her spear, Varahi with her sword, and Maheshwari with her trident struck the great asura Raktabija, and he, the mighty rage-filled demon, struck all the mothers one by one with his club. Out of the blood that streamed upon the earth from the relentless wounds of spear, lance and other weapons, demons sprang up by the hundreds, and those asuras born from Raktabija's blood pervaded all the world. Utter terror seized the gods. The goddess burst into laughter at their despair and said to Kali, O Chamunda, open wide your mouth and quickly drink in the drops of blood from my weapon's blows and the great Asuras born therefrom. Roam about on the battlefield and devour the great demons sprang from Raktabija. So shall this demon, drained of blood, go to his destruction. As you consume those fierce asuras, others shall not arise. Having spoken thus, the Devi attacked Raktabija with her lance, while Kali avidly lapped up his blood. Raktabija turned upon the goddess with his club, but his cudgel blows caused her not even the slightest pain. From his beaten body, blood flowed copiously in every direction, and Chamunda engulfed it with her mouth. And within her mouth, those great Asuras who sprang into being from the flow, those she now devoured even while drinking Raktabija's blood. The Devi assailed Raktabija with lance, 
thunderbolt, arrows, swords and spears, while Chamunda drank his blood. Buttered by that array of weapons and drained of blood, the great Asura Raktabija toppled to the ground. The gods attained immeasurable joy, and the matrikas born from them danced about, intoxicated with blood.